I am the mongoose, but you can just call me Goose. To my right is a Sicilian crazed madman who is currently on the DL because apparently he was at the Eagles-Steelers game Sunday and caught some bubonic plague. Uh, I actually have an idea of how he may have gotten it, but it is so obscene, so horrible, his rationale. I can't even repeat it. But yeah, Sal Babs is out sick. He was at the he was in South Philly Sunday, hanging out at the Steelers Eagles game. He almost got in a fight before the game. Uh, so leave it to Sal Babs to start shit with an Eagles fan, the one fan base. Now that the Raiders are out of Oakland, I would say you definitely don't want to fuck with. So uh, once again, uh, Sal Babs uh, striving for greatness. So he's out today. But don't worry, we do have his picks for the week, and uh, they are a doozy. That's all I got to say about that one. Hope everybody is doing good on this November 3rd. I'm here slinging insurance, day trading a Bitcoin mining stock, and doing this podcast in my underwear in a basement that I'm pretty sure has mold in it. So, you know, living the dream, living the dream. So recap of uh, last week here, uh, basically me and Sal Baps both screwed the pooch. Now, I will defend my picks. I will not defend Sal Baps, of course, but at least mine. I nailed UConn plus seven and a half. Jim Mora has UConn playing, we'll call it uh, semi-average FPS ball. The, the defense is legitimately improved. Uh, but that was more of a fade on Boston College, and we're going to keep keep that going this week. Boston College, they came into this year replacing four offensive linemen, and uh, as advertised, these guys are garbaggio. Uh, their one decent guy is hurt. Phil Jerkovich is banged up. Zay Flowers at wide receivers is still a stud. That's about it. Uh, so I did nail UConn. Nailed Tennessee minus 12 and a half. Listen, if, if, if there's a team out there more than Kentucky, maybe Ole Miss, Kentucky and Ole Miss both desperately need a bye week to just uh, heal up. Too many guys are uh, banged up. So call the Tennessee, liken them again this week. Am I going to make an official pick? Eh, we'll see. Still thinking about it. Uh, Ohio State minus 15 and a half. Can we fucking talk about this game? James Franklin, I'm going to give you credit for once. You hired Manny Diaz, which was a pretty good hire, and it showed in this Penn State-Ohio State game. Going with about nine minutes left in the fourth quarter, Penn State was, I believe, leading. If not, they were right there. And then you just knew. You just knew that the Ohio State offense was going to break loose, and you knew Penn State was going to give up a game. And that's exactly what happened. Fucking Penn State, James Franklin, letting victory escape their grasp once again at a Beaver Stadium crowd. I know it was 12 o'clock, big noon kickoff, but shit. We fucking brought it, okay? We brought the heat for a 12 o'clock kickoff game. You know, everyone's always debating, you know, what's the best uh, crowd atmosphere in college football? And a lot of people say, you know, uh, LSU. Death Valley. That's a great answer. 
You know, and they'll say the night game at LSU is unlike anything else. Or even people who do, do defend Penn State, they say it's only for a whiteout. I got news for you. 12 o'clock noon kickoff game. No whiteout. It was a stripe out, which whatever. But it didn't matter. Penn State fans, they brought the heat. They brought the noise. Ohio State legitimately shook. You thought the third quarter massacre would come. It didn't. It didn't. Penn State, you fucking had it. But James Franklin, you garbage, garbage coach, you fucking suck. You're horrible. Leave Penn State right now. You're a snake oil salesman and a recruiting coordinator, and that's it. Not only do you lose, but you don't get my cover, which I needed 15 and a half. And you, you fucking, you, you get a cheap-ass backdoor touchdown there with a minute left. It was about as bad as it gets for me. Cal plus 17 and a half. I went over the stats of how Cal covers at home. Well, that's true, except when I pick them. So there you fucking go. Oregon looking like the real deal. West Virginia plus seven and a half. This was an absolute lock. West Virginia had this within a field goal the entire game. You don't go into Morgantown and just blow them out. Well, fourth and inches, Sonny Dykes, Big Dick Dykes, as we like to call him, on fourth and inches, this dude doesn't run up, up, up the middle. He doesn't do a, a, a halfback plunge. No. He fucking bombs it out. TCU scores a touchdown. TCU covers. I don't know what to say about the TCU team. Every single week, they just seem to find a way. And there's something to be said for teams like that. When you look at the annals, or also known as annals, of college football, teams that find a way to win this late in the season, you get to a point where you just you put your hands up and say, fuck it, they're just going to find a way to win. So it was a great week in college football. We are nearing, guys, this is the last month of the regular season. I mean, for all we know, this may be the last great regular season of college football because the way these university and, and, and presidents are talking, the playoff may be, I mean, they're talking two years. Nothing would shock me anymore. If it's next year that the playoff pops up, I wouldn't be shocked. And I'm going to hate it because it's going to be the NFL. It's going to be the continue, uh, continued sterilization of the college football game that we know, that we love, okay, that, that differentiates itself from the NFL. But, you know, leave it to uh, these university presidents, as woke as they are, as clueless as they are, as out of touch as they are, to fuck up the game that we absolutely love. So we'll see. But we got one month here in the regular season. There's still uh, a lot in the line, still a lot of people that uh, – you know, have bets that are in play. So we'll see what happens here. So going into this week, let's just go into Sal Bap's picks. Let's see what this fucking brainiac is cooking up. He has UCF at Memphis, 3.30 kickoff. The over-unders at 59. And he is taking it. He has 500 units on this game. <laughs> Oh shit! I I I have no play on this whatsoever. I Gus Malzahn on the on the road scares a living shit out of me. Uh, I do like this UCF squad. I do think that they are probably going to be in the conference championship game against Tulane. 
they did have the victory last week against Cincinnati with their backup quarterback, might I add. Keen looked pretty good. It's a backup. He was their starter most of last year, so take that for what you will. Uh, but, yeah, no play here for me. I just It's hard for me to trust Gus Malzahn on the road. Uh, next one here, Oklahoma State at Kansas. Rock Chalk Jayhawk back in business? According to Salbaps, no. He is going with mullet Mike Gundy in Oklahoma State, minus one and a half. Uh, listen, you do got uh, Daniels there, the uh, quarterback there at Kansas, who was lighting it up, got hurt. He has now been practicing all week, TBD, on whether he plays or not. That alone for me is a stay away. Uh, I did make a big speech the other week about how you just don't fucking fade Mike Gundy. Uh, so for me, this is an absolute stay away. Sal Baps is betting on games that I want nothing to do with. I do like this game, or I should say I did like this game. Auburn at Mississippi State, 7.30 kickoff. Mississippi State with that high-flying air raid Mike Leach, pirate offense. Before Brian Harson got fired, I actually I already bet this game earlier this week on like Monday morning. Now that Harson has been fired, this is a stay away game for me. We've seen it throughout all college football this year. All these teams that fire their coaches, and then instantly that team just fucking has an a uh, fire lit under their ass, and they just go to fucking war, and they fuck you. Mississippi State is a much improved team at home, juxtaposed to them on the road. So, uh, I like I said, I, I did make a play on this game. Uh, for me now, though, with Harson being fired, you just don't know what you're going to get out of this Auburn team. So this is also a stay away for me. He has UCLA at Arizona State. UCLA minus 10 and a half. This is also a stay away for me. I'm going to guess Sal Baps likes UCLA here. Chip Kelly, they showed what they're capable of last week, beating the shit out of Stanford. Stanford's bad, okay? That's going to be actually one of my picks this week, I think, is fading Stanford. Arizona State, they got rid of crackhead Emory Jones there at quarterback. That had to be a Herm Edwards decision. And this uh, this backup is much improved. Listen, they're not going to light the world on fire offensively, uh, but this, this backup is uh, he's better. I don't know. On the road, it's a stay away for me. Sal Babs here has Hawaii at Fresno. So let's go into story time here, kids. Goose Loose is uh, in bed Saturday night last week. Feeling pretty good. I just made the biggest insurance sale of my life. Did pretty good. Day trading my Bitcoin mining stock for the week. And uh, had a little hoochpa in my pants, as they may say. So I'm, I'm, I'm seeing my college football fantasy update Twitter. I get a notification. Jake Hayner is back, the all-conference Mountain West quarterback for the Fresno State Bulldogs. And I'm like, oh, I got to hit this. Got a little money in the bank. Been lucky all week. Raw. It's time for daddy to play. And that's exactly what I did. I took $500 that I didn't have, and I put it on Fresno State minus 10. Except I didn't play just Fresno State minus 10. Oh, no. I teased it up all the way to minus 12 and a half because I am Supremo Dickhead now. 
the game starts and the San Diego State defensive line just absolutely is pulverizing Fresno State. It is a bloody massacre. I am sad. I'm depressed. And I had just recently purchased some CBD gummies. Should I eat CBD gummies? No. Should I eat CBD gummies with my health? Absolutely not. Did I eat CBD gummies? Yes, absolutely. Did I eat one CBD gummy? No. Because San Diego State kept pounding that ass, and it just got more and more hopeless. Despite how good Jake Hayner looked, the offensive line for fucking Fresno State, they could not handle San Diego State. Not to mention, the other reason why I was so in on uh, Fresno State, San Diego State quarterback play this year has been abysmal. They had announced before the game already that a converted safety was now their quarterback. A converted safety. So we start the game, this converted safety, yeah, he used to play at Mississippi State. I believe he was under the Joe Moorhead dual quarterback uh, regime. This motherfucker's black Tim Tebow. I mean, he's a tank. He's like 6'5", 260, and he just runs your ass over. Not only that, but he'll run to the line of scrimmage and then do a fucking MJ fadeaway, go back, and then throw a wobbling duck 13-yard completion to a guy who has no DBs on him within seven yards, and he takes it to the house. So I ate about 10 CBD gummies. I am just in another fucking world. And I'm, I, I don't know what's real, you know? Am I jerking off? I don't know. Is that my hand? I hope so. Was that really 1999 Jan Jameson in front of me? Doubtful, but one can hope. And I, 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 I glare at my TV screen in my blue light blocking, glasses fit over, construction-like orange glasses, and I see Fresno State steadily coming back. Coming back, coming back. Well, lo and behold, I had no idea what was going on in real time, but on the replay, Fresno State, in the last two minutes, scored 15 points, including an onside kick, and they won a game. They had absolutely no business winning. Now, did I cover? Did my $500 I didn't have win? Of course not. But, nevertheless, Fresno State found a way to win. So I leave this with Sal Baps is taking Fresno State minus 27.5. The Hawaii Rainbow Warriors are coming to town. Could you get me to bet this game again? Could you offer me $1,000 to bet on this game again? No. Could you offer me $10,000 to bet in this game again? Absolutely not. After the CBD, by the way, I threw away those CBD gummies because... Uh, the next day was uh, well, it was it was it was a massacre, if you know what I mean. And I'm not uh, talking about a massacre in a good way. I'm talking about a massacre as in a shit your pants kind of way. So no more CBD gummies. But Sal Baps is all on Fresno State. You can't get me to touch this game at all. So I don't need to tell you all of Sal Baps picks this week. Outside of the Mississippi State, I do not like them. There is one though that I do love. And we're going to get to that here in a second because we are now going to my picks. Pick number one. This is an auto play. You better be hammering this. You better be with me because I'm going to give you a stat going to blow your mind. It is the Army Air Force under 
40 and a half. This game has like a 10.30 a.m. local kickoff. It's being played on a neutral site there in Arlington, Virginia. Check this out. Since 2005, the under is 42-9-1. For our math nerds out there, that's 82.4 percentage win rate. Not to mention, the under in Service Academy games has cashed in nine straight games. So you give me a, a neutral site, a sleepy 10.30 a.m. kickoff, the, 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 our honorable men and women soldiers of this country can't even drink a beer at that time. Can you have a college football game without drinking beer? I don't know. I don't think so. And you're telling me there's going to be over 40 points in this game? Bullshit. Eh, ain't happening, buddy. We're taking the under 40 and a half. Next game here, Duke at Boston College. As I mentioned earlier, this Boston College offensive line is one of the top five worst, I would say, in all of FBS. Phil Jerkovic is banged up. Meanwhile, the Duke Blue Devils, the Harvard of the South, Mike Big Cock Elko coming to town to Chestnut Hill. Lovely this time of the year, but not if you are a Boston College football fan. I am taking Duke minus nine and a half. What fucking world do we live in when UConn is winning and we are taking Duke to cover on the road? Well, welcome to 2022, and guess what? I have a feeling in a couple days here for midterms, it's only about to get crazier. Next play here, Maryland is at Wisconsin. Maryland is a five-and-a-half-point underdog. Uh, Tulia, two at number two, as we, as we like to call him here, has been announced that he is coming back. Who the fuck are the Wisconsin Badgers and Jim Leonard this year that they're a five-and-a-half-point favorite against a Maryland squad that we'll see when they play Penn State, but they may be the third-best team in the Big Ten East. Uh, I'm sorry, you're going to give me... Uh, Maryland, five and a half. I think Maryland may win this game. If you want a money line, Maryland, I don't hate it. But five and a half with two and number two coming back, we are all over that shit. Next play here, Wake Forest at NC State. Listen, Devin Leary's out at quarterback for NC State. Having said that, NC State has a top 10 Passing defense, team passing efficiency defense in the country. They stay, they still play really good defense there. Wake Forest, all they can do is throw the ball. You're telling me at home with the crowd, with an amazing pass defense, and you're going to give me points? Once again, I think this is a game that North Carolina State probably wins, but they definitely keep it within a field goal. We are on North Carolina State plus four and a half. All right, this last game here, there was a couple games that I was debating that I liked a lot. But we're going with Washington State, minus four and a half, on the road against 1,500 woke tech nerds and Palo Alto, Stanford. Stanford, David Shaw, all they want to do is run the ball down your throat. Guess what they can't do? Run the ball. EJ Smith, out. Backup running back, out. And just announced, third string running back is out. That is bad news, Bears, with a home crowd that is going to be non-existent. 
Washington State, listen, they're they're not exceptional, but they are a they're going to be a bold team. They are an adequate FBS team. You give me four and a half, I'll take it. We're going Washington State minus four and a half. Uh, next play here, the Boss Cocklock, the one pick. Me and Sal Baps both agree in love. We're doing it. We're fading his beloved Michigan State Spartans. Uh, Mel Tucker, I defended you. Sal Baps, he bought merch for you. And I'm not going to say that you can't write this ship, because I think you will. You're a really good coach. I believe that anyway. Are you a head coach? I guess time will tell. I believe you are. But what the fuck is going on, dude? Numerous players suspended after the melee with Michigan. Sparty still hasn't been able to fix, fix their secondary. And this is an Illinois squad that, at home especially, I, I don't see any way how... Michigan State, the way they got banged up, especially last week, not just in the fight, but just in the actual physical football game against Michigan. Uh, I don't see Michigan State having any fight here. Illinois runs a ball down their throat. Time management. Tommy DeVito looking like he's back and healthy, making timely throws. Play action pass. The Illinois fighting Illini on their way to the Big Ten championship game. I don't think that changes with this this game. Me and Sal Babs, Boss Cocklock, Illinois, minus 16 and a half. Uh, there's a bunch of other games here on the board. If you want to take a, a gander, you know, if you want to do a poontang parlay, a couple other games here I really like, maybe. Uh, I'm liking North Carolina, minus seven on the road. Virginia sucks. Brennan Armstrong, holy shit, what a difference a year makes with Tony Elliott as your head coach. I think Drake May is a truth. I. I, I can see North Carolina cover minus seven on the road. I like that a lot. Uh, we don't know Garrett Schrader's status. So Pitt minus four at home. Uh, I think this may be a time to buy low in the Pitt Panthers. Uh, I like it. Uh, Clemson is minus three and a half on the road at Notre Dame. But you couldn't pay me enough to bet on this Clemson team as garbage as that quarterback is. Uh, we talked about Maryland here. Other Big Ten games. You could you could talk me into Penn State minus fourteen on the road to Indiana. Indiana has some uh, banged up quarterbacks. Their top wide receivers are also out for the year. Uh, any some games here in the Big Twelve? Texas minus two and a half on the road at Kansas State. That line absolutely smells. You may want to may want to look at Texas there. I don't know. Is it the Texas brand? The Texas hype? I mean, uh, how many times, just think about that you've bet on Texas and they let you down. I don't know. Just saying, though, that line absolutely stinks. So we'll see what happens here. Hopefully the bubonic plague that Sal Baps has uh, comes back, or I should say doesn't come back, and he's back with us next week. Hopefully we make some big money this weekend. God knows we need it because uh, the Bitcoin mining stock, uh, not the most dependable thing in the world, not going to lie. It's been good to me lately, but shit happens in the S&P. So uh, fade us, follow us, do whatever you got to do, guys. Just remember to take your uh, vitamins, say your prayers, grow your own food, make that bread, and butter them home.